It's okay. Well, we're, we're going to edit this part out. So, okay. Um, I think I'm just going to start with the intro and then we'll roll into it and pretend we're not giant dorks. Um, we'll try. We're going to try. Good, good luck. Okay. All right. Ready? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Hi! Hello. Hello! We were both like bouncing our heads to that intro. So I feel really good because I totally chose that song at random. I was like, I, I like, right before this podcast started, Rachel sent me a really great website to download royal, royalty free music from. And I didn't do that. I just went to the YouTube music library. That um, also works. You know, I, I, I did my best. I went to the library, I checked out my, my MP4. Threes, and here we are, uh, the first episode of Pascal Pod. Whee! I'm Katrina Dennis, also known as O Katrina. And I am Rachel Leishman, also known as Rachel Leishman. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I love your branding. It's solid. It's honest. It's just, you know, my father's Scottish ass last name. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm very clumsy, and my friends say, oh, Katrina, all the time. And so that's that's how it kept it caught on like 10 years ago. Um, so cute. <laughs> thank you. I don't tell that story very often because it's kind of embarrassing. It's it's, and listen, I'm a klutz and now my cat's klutz. So like, I get it, but it's cute. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Well, welcome to our show, which is also very cute, uh, where uh, every every once in a while we run down uh, Pedro Pascal's filmography. Yes, we do. Because... <laughs> I like watching filmographies and I was working through Pedro Pascal's and I said, why am I just doing this and not talking about them? And so here we are. Yes. Yeah. This all started as a, a random DM exchange and I'm so glad it did because I needed another reason to go through some more Pedro Pascal movies outside of the fact that like, I just like watching Pedro Pascal movies. So yeah. So uh, I guess let's uh, talk a little bit about us and then go into all of the wacky, wonderful things we have going on. Hey, Rachel, what's your deal? What's my deal? What's well, I am an associate editor from the Mary Sue, and I write articles about nerdy things. And that includes The Mandalorian. Mm -hmm. It includes all of the Marvel shows. And... Uh, Lots of other things, but uh, that's pretty much my deal. I guess yeah. I'm a writer. That's what you would call that. I'm just a writer. That's the long way of saying that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's the long way of saying I'm a writer. And I like movies. So that's, and I like Pedro Pascal. So, ah. Finally, that's also where I am. I, I was say, I, did you know what's your deal? You know, my deal is also that I'm a writer. Uh, I, I write screenplays and TV, and I used to write a bunch of like movie journalismy stuff. Um, and uh, and nowadays, I, I work at this nice little gaming company called MWM Interactive, uh, and we make video games and publish them. And it's so exciting. And then when I'm not at work, I'm at home uh, reading or doing something productive. But really, I'm just watching movies about Pedro Pascal. So. Very exciting. And I'm also excited to be doing a show centered entirely around another Chilean American person. 
Um, I was gonna say, I was like, cause that's, that, that's so, that's so cute. Yeah, Pedro and I come from the same motherland. Uh, so I'm very hype and, and it's just been like, it's so cool to have been like, follow, like I, I came in uh, fairly late on the Pedro train. I didn't, I didn't show up and start watching movies with him uh, until like after Game of Thrones. Um, and when he was over in Martell and I was like, oh my God, a Chilean actor. I hope he gets to be in Star Wars someday. Predicted <laughs> it? I hoped with all of my heart and it happened. And I feel like a bunch of other people were hoping that too. And uh, now he's leading a Star Wars show, so. Uh, the best, I'll say it. I love the Mandalorian most of all, and I love Star Wars, and I will proudly say that that is my favorite Star Wars property. Yeah, I, I mean, I really love the Manda Mandalorian. I mean, I, I would you really love the man. I love the Mando, the man, the Mando man. <laughs> I'm really together this first episode. I'm very excited. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I mean, I was, I was a huge fan, and like, I remember like going to the Mandalorian panel and just like losing my mind the moment he came out on stage um it's like it's this weird like welling pride in my chest and it's also just like oh i'm so happy this really good actor is in my favorite franchise of all time so yeah and and they have yet to disappoint me on that show so honestly i love it it's the best see i like i can't remember what year Graceland came out because Graceland is like my weird but I didn't watch that for him I watched it for Aaron DeVay and I will admit that because <laughs> um, I'm a theater kid but mm -hmm. I knew who he was because of Oberon as well but I uh, I, I don't want to I guess I'm gonna get into Game of Thrones spoilers oh well uh, Rob Stark is my favorite character mm. uh, he, I knew what happened to Rob Stark he I was like everyone prepared me they're like Beware, your favorite character is going to die. And I was like, okay, thanks, everybody. Yeah. Um, watched him die. Was like, that sucks, I love Rob. Uh, waited to watch the like last episode of the third season. Then the fourth season started, so I was like, all right, you know what? I'm going to watch the episode, get into the fourth season. Fourth season started. Obron Martel walked out. I was like, oh, who's that? I like that. I'm going to watch him. Went into school the next day, because uh, I was in college, and we had this like computer lab. And the guy... <laughs> Some dude walks in. I was talking about Oberon Martell, and he goes, You're talking about Game of Thrones? I was like, Yeah, I like Oberon Martell. I'm looking up this guy, and he goes, I wouldn't like Oberon Martell. And I was like, Why? <laughs> he proceeded to tell me what happens. So I just oh. watched the whole season except for that episode, and then just recently went back from the beginning and watched it again. Like, oh took a year, like three years off, because I was like, I'm not doing this. <laughs> I'm not watching another character die, especially no. like that. I I am I am definitely the type of person who picks characters that like you know I just feel like I have the kiss of death. So like all of my faves die, and most of them die in really ridiculous ways. Um, and Pedro has a knack for that. Like <laughs> if he's not the main character of the show, and sometimes when he is, like he always dies, um, or he used to always die. Uh, until I would say this movie that we're going to talk about later. Oh, uh, I thought he was, I hands out thought he was going to die. I like, thought he was going to die too. <laughs> the first time I watched this movie, me and my friend Hannah watched it together. And it's such like a movie that her and I are 
like, yeah, this movie rules. And so, like, I remember we watched it together, like, the weekend it came out. I went to her apartment because that's when you could go places. Mm-hmm. And we watched this movie. And, like, the whole time we were like, oh, Pedro's dead. Like, he's hands down. Pedro Pascal is going to die. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, we were wrong. Yes. <laughs> the it first was such a delightful so I mean, I even I hate to call it a delightful surprise because somebody else died. <laughs> delightful surprise, he survived. <laughs> yeah, I was really surprised. I was like, okay, I mentally and like emotionally prepared myself for this, but then it was like, oh, Ben Affleck died. Oh well, hmm. Uh. So <laughs> we'll get to that in a sec. Uh, <laughs> ben Affleck. Let me just, uh, you know. <laughs> oh boy. Well, at least at least it wasn't. It wasn't Pedro, so yeah, for the first time in forever. <laughs> I know it was. It was such a, a miracle, and you know what? I just feel like that was a sign where, like, okay, finally, for a couple, a couple projects, he's not, he's not going to die or end up in a wood chipper or get his eyes exploded or, you know, I know he probably finds that really fun, but I don't. So. Listen, the wood chipper is the reason I have a job. So, uh, thank you to the wood chipper. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I I can't complain. Really big Kingsman fan here. I got my my uh my Statesman coin from. from I want a Statesman movie so bad. Yeah, me Indiana too. Jones. They are. We. I want a Statesman prequel. Yeah, that's what I want. Well, because then Pascal is alive. Well, yeah. no, like I didn't I like worked for some other site but like my one friend knew I liked the Kingsman movies and so she brought me along as like her plus one to a screening and I don't I had this like denim jacket that has all these patches and pins and stuff and so my current boss was like looking at my jacket and she was like oh my god I love your jacket what's this oh my god is that uh Captain Kirk I was like yeah it's, it's actually Chris Pine's Captain Kirk to be very specific because I love Chris <laughs> Pine. And she was like, oh my God, you love Chris Pine? And we were screaming in Times Square about Christopher <laughs> Whitelaw Pine after the after Kingston Golden Circle and then ended up working for the Mary Sue and all this stuff. And like seven months into working at the Mary Sue, we were like, what movie did we meet during? And then I like realized it was Kingsman. <laughs> it was mm-hmm. like, great. I'm so glad I owe the Kingsman franchise my career i owe the kingsman franchise a substantial amount like that's the the they are the reason i was able to interview mark hamill back in the day that was like that was like my first big interview and this was of course before uh golden circle which pedro was in um but the the first film was like my first big like audience hosting opportunity and it was with mark hamill which is like mind-blowing and uh and so yeah i've been like a a super big kingsman fan for like ever and i got that special whiskey that came out during comic-con and all kinds of stuff so so the addition of pedro is just like oh that that makes it even better i mean i already like this like he does die in a wood chipper but you know look at how much how much good it's brought about (laughs) well it was funny because i like my dad was when I was at home, was convinced that he had seen it. I still don't believe he had. So me mm. and my brother were like, my brother hadn't seen it. And he's like, all right, let's convince dad and we will watch. And my brother's 10 years older than me, so he's 40. And he was like, let's convince dad to watch Kingsman. Like, so a 30 and a 40 year old were like, let's do this. Like, we're gonna convince dad to watch the Kingsman movies like we were children. Um, meanwhile, our, my 50 year old brother is not any better. But like, so the Two of us were like, we're going to watch this movie. And the way I pitched it to my brother was, 
okay, you know how the Kingston or James Bond? Well, the the statesmen have whips, so they are just Indiana Jones. <laughs> he goes, oh. what? And I was like, J just just go with it. And he went, okay. <laughs> like that's my pitch for Kingsman Golden Circle. Yeah, they are they are some of my favorite yeehaws. I gotta say, I I love it. They they can they can come ye my haul anytime. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> uh, so uh, 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 this 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 week, there's been like some. I mean, I don't even think it was this week. I don't know what time is anymore. But very recently, um, the Mandalorian, which Pedro Pascal is the lead of, uh, was nominated for some some hella awards. <laughs> that was this week, surprisingly. Oh, it was <laughs> this week. Wonderful, wonderful. I'm so happy. Yeah, and 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 with that in mind, uh, I I just want to like go into what Pedro's up to this week, um, which we talked about before the show, like when we were planning it, but I've kind of forgotten. Um, Cause again, I don't know what time is. So Emmy noms. Yes. Amazing. I, and, and a sort of a SAG nom they got for stunts. Yes. And well, honestly, yeah, technically too, cause Wonder good. Woman also got stunts. Yeah. Oh, look at Pedro being all these on all these casts that no or we can be heroes. How dare they? Oh, oh honestly. And that's the thing. That was like one of the funnest things he did this year. Like it really, it really brightened up my mood. When was it last year when it came out? Yeah. It was and, Christmas. Oh, Christmas Day. What a busy Pedro Pascal filled day that was. Listen, uh Pedro Pascal Christmas was the greatest Christmas of them all. Not really. It was a very sad Christmas, but it like that was like the the highlight of Christmas. That was the saving grace for many people. Mm -hmm, absolutely. I just got to do, I, we did uh, two movies with Pedro in that one day. And then I went back and watched some Mandalorian and it just, it just rounded it out so well, you know, so many emotions. Yeah. There was a full weekend where I, cause I'm slowly going through Narcos. I'm like cherishing it because I've decided that the love of my life is Javier Pena. Mm -hmm. But like, uh, I was watching that. I had to watch Wonder Woman 1984 for work. I had to watch... We Can Be Heroes, so I was interviewing Robert Rodriguez, and uh, I, I think I watched something else, too, and then I watched, like, one thing that he was not in, and I just remember being like, this feels wrong. <laughs> this feels incorrect. <laughs> this oh, is right. I gotta yeah. go back. Or no, it was Mandalorian. I watched Mandalorian, because it was still airing. So that was the yeah, Fed episode. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Gosh, what a good season this was. And there's, like, so like not not even just like the the high amount of Pedro face in this in this uh season but just his acting in general I feel like really elevated in a way like I, I feel like he came you know he came into that character he really started like understanding who Mando was as we I'm sure he already understood that because he's a fantastic actor but it just it really felt like he was like he upgraded from like you know the Toyota to the whatever the hell is better than a Toyota I don't know a car good car <laughs> a better a car. car he went from he went from the car on wheels to the flying car this season yeah, he went to, oh. from the toyota to the delorean there we go that's I, hope that's good. I hope that's a good comparison because i think Listen, it's i would hands down drive the delorean over a toyota if you wouldn't i question you yeah I, I, or I, like knight rider like kit I want Kit. Oh my God. That's what I miss the most about conventions is going to like where all the cars are and like, you know, the Kit would always talk mm. to you. Oh. My I brother, my brother used to have a Kit GPS. 
<laughs> so like William Daniels would just tell you where you were going. That's like the only reason to get a car. I yeah. I, don't, I can't think of any other reason. I don't know. Just just so you can have kids. Um, yes. But yeah, the yeah. well. Also, I think it helps that he was in the suit more this season too. But because I mean, I can't complain because he wasn't in the suit because I got to see him do Shakespeare. But because mm-hmm. he was in King Lear when they did the first season. That's but uh, oh, good old you know the topic of quarantine, King mm. Lear. The Mad King Lear. Uh, oh, but he was also in the suit more this season because, you know, King Lear was not on Broadway. Yeah. And I'm excited to see uh, next season when he will inevitably not be doing anything else because, I don't know, I think it's filming, what, really soon? And we're all April. still in quarantine. April? Don't hold April. me accountable to that, but I'm pretty sure it's April. Spring. Springish. Springtime for me. Yeah, a bunch of Star Wars stuff going into production this spring, so... Very excited. Invite me to the Kenobi set. Um, I'm very excited. I know, yes, Andor, I know Andor's already happening, but like I can, I can swim across the pond. Right? Uh, Andor's far. Like at least Kenobi's like in the country. Like if I start in Boston, now, <laughs> I could get to Boston. You know, like <laughs> that's that August Anna song, just like do 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 do, and it's us going to Boston for Kenobi. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh. You know. But- that's where I'd be. That's where I'd be going. So yeah, I'm very, I'm excited for more Mando and more Star Wars stuff and more Mando in Star Wars stuff, which I hope will expand beyond the Mandalorian show. I, I'd love to see him in some other stuff. Put Din Djarin in everything. Put him in everything. I love my himbo king. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't know what's going Like, like the, 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 the astute way to say it is like, oh, well, he's a, He's, he doesn't know what anything what's happening, so he's kind of the point of view character. But the way I see it is he's just really dumb, so it's easy to watch Star Wars through his eyes. He's literally just trying to find a preschool for his kid. That's, that's all it. he's. That's his whole goal, and yeah, it's hilarious because you're. I saw it was. I think it was like a Tumblr post that our friend Preeti put on Twitter, where it was like all of this really fun stuff is happening around him, and he's like, cool, whatever. Uh, I needed to get my kid to school. And it's like, you watched, you're like, do you not see there was a Jedi over there? And he's like, "What? my son needs cookies. <laughs> you're like, no, but the Jedi are <laughs> over there. And he's like, I don't care about that. Anyways, my ship got blown up. How am I getting from point A to point B? And it's great because you're like, this guy doesn't give a shit about anything other than the fact that he has a kid and he got to protect that kid. Yep, exactly. And I, I just, ugh, they're not going to keep that kid away from him for very long. No, listen, happen. I'm here Our for the, will not allow that. no, and I'm here for the Pedro dad, data songs. I'm trying to, con- yeah, Disney Renaissance and dad all in one. Oh man, I don't, I don't know if there's, yeah, there is certainly a, a Pedro songs going on, but Dilfusons kind of sounds like Dilfusons sounds better than data songs. Data songs is weird to me. <laughs> Data songs sounds, Data songs. Like a, sounds like a, a really like silly party. <laughs> Data songs. Like there's a bunch of dads in the living room. They're all painting together. You know, they're just with like, wine. It's like wine painting <laughs> night, but it's for dads. Exactly. So they have exactly. to have a, a separate name because it's a man and they can't just call it wine night. Yeah, exactly. Like Ben I, over there is he's doing his monologue and like Jack is like painting by number. You know, yeah. he's trying. And just making sure everyone has wine. 
You know, exactly, exactly. Yes, you know, perfect, perfect. Data thoughts. Um, but this is definitely a Delphisance, so. Yes. <laughs> Delphisance is a perfect, perfect word. Um, other than that, I don't know, I don't, I don't know his life. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't, no, I don't think there's anything else happening right now. Like, I don't, I don't know the guy personally. I just know what's in deadline, so. Uh, he posted some story where he was wearing a mask with some Fendi glasses. I liked those glasses. Good uh, for him. Yeah. Good to yeah. know he's staying safe. That's very nice. As long as, hey, wear a mask. Oh, my gosh. All right. Well, we, uh, we, there's like something like a show structure that is involved with these episodes, but for the most part, I just like talking to Rachel about this stuff. So, you know, every once in a while, you'll get a random header, but uh, we may just like roll into stuff because why not? Because every once in a while, we enjoy going on tangents tangents <laughs> first time i saw the gif i say gif and if that gets me canceled oh, well. <laughs> that's the first time i saw the gif that accompanied that and oh boy i don't know what it was i don't know how i would use it in any other context but yeah. i like it yeah, I like. I was really looking. So, for anyone who's listening on audio, I like. <laughs> so put up little, <laughs> I put up little cards every once in a while, like to to like show stuff. So I'll, I'll always try to explain them to you. But uh, our tangent card is a, uh, a, a a a thing that says tangent, and it's Pedro Pascal um, squeezing bananas in his hands. Um, just squeezing them and screaming and uh and i just thought it was really really fitting because i i understand that on a, a deep level you know sometimes you have bananas in your hands and you just gotta you know yeah i love to squeeze <laughs> i couldn't even get the sentence out of my mouth also you know, i like that we started this and my whole i kept being like yeah, make sure I can ask her if, we, if we're swearing and then i just haven't given a fuck the entire time <laughs> just no. done it anyway no, our our uploads will be the PG thirteen and up or whatever whatever the yeah. restrictions are. So it was just funny because I like was like, LOL, I'm gonna make a sex joke about and I couldn't get it out of my mouth. We are too Oh grown no, I just humans. double wait, I just double <laughs> We are two grown humans on a podcast about Pedro Pascal. Like I feel like no matter what we do, it's gonna get horny. So <laughs> Probably. You know, parents, I'm sorry. Like, usually I do my try to make the my worst culprit of it. Exactly. Well, yeah. <laughs> Wait. I'm just saying, like, the people who are used to listening to my podcast with their kids, uh, this one's just for you. Yeah, it's for you. It's not for little Billy. I'm I so will, sorry. I will say, I was like, it, I kept trying to remember, be like, bring up this story. I recently watched Triple Frontier with my mom. Because I was like, Ooh. listen, mom, these are boys that you like. I like. Let's watch it. She made fun of me the entire time I was home. I was home for two months about uh, Pedro Pascal. And she kept, she refused to give a shit. Oh no. It, she has watched Game of Thrones. And I remember her texting me about him and a fan, this was in like 2016, because mm -hmm. she watched, she caught up in 2016. But a fan responded, hey, he likes looking at tweets. You should tag him and tagged him in the response that was a text message from me and my mother about him. Thank God he did not see it. But I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> Anyways, there's a point to this. So 
this time around and then ignoring me talking about him even though i'm like no mom you know who pedro pascal is like you know who he is she's mm-hmm. like i know I'm like you've seen him in shit <laughs> we just watched wonder woman like she would come in and i'm watching narcos like she's seen the dude mm-hmm. she we put up to frontier First of all, Oscar Isaac comes up, and I, she, her quote was, mm, he's just so cute. And then like, that was her, the whole movie, that's all she talked about. Um, was shocked that it was Ben Affleck. She loves Charlie Hunnam because of Sons of Anarchy, so she was like, great, I'm, in, I'm into the film. I was like, okay, mom. But fucking Frankie Catfish Morales rolls up, and this woman looks me dead in the face and goes, that's the guy from Game of Thrones. And I was like, I swear to God, I literally told you that when I was watching The Mandalorian. I was like, oh, it's the guy from Game of Thrones. And she goes, no, that's a mask. And just walked away. And I was like, great. But so it took trouble frontier for my mom to realize that who I was talking about was Oberon Martell, despite the fact that I told her as much. Mm-hmm. Kids, your parents don't listen to you when you talk. That's the my story. story. They they're not listening at all. Nope. Not at all. Nope. No, you can give them something. Sorry. Especially when you're talking about fictional characters. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. See, parents, aren't you glad I told you not to let your children listen to this? <laughs> I'm giving them the truth. Letting them know the truth. Yeah, exactly. Now, my parents have never made fun of me for Pedro stuff, but they also, like, they don't, they're not involved to, like, to to a degree in my interests anymore, but they used to be, and that's how I got to where I am today, so I'm thankful for that, I guess, but. I mean, I do feel bad for my mom, because she has, like, she worked in fashion, she's, like, she's very (laughs) different. My different minded, uh, and she thinks differently than me and my brother, who like obsess over things and watch th- these things over and over again. And we know everything about them. And like, him and I can go on these like weird tangents of theories that we have for shows. Like, because I was home when Mando was airing, like, him and I were like, Oh my god, oh, what that means. And my poor mother is just sitting there, like, and his wife is not as bad as we are, but like, somewhat bad. And so she would like, everyone's want to have something to say. It's just me and my brother were like yelling things at each other with mm. love. Um, and so my poor mom has like, she calls them my obsessions, which they're just the actors that I like once. My problem is I like filmographies. So I like pick an actor and I'm like, I'm going to watch this filmography. And so all I'm doing is watching their stuff. So it's all I'm thinking of. Mm-hmm. And so like she is beyond done with me 90% of the time. <laughs> and... Yeah. Which is why I filmed a video where it's, where it's like when you're the single kid and it's her just making fun of me for talking about. And I was like, oh, you can make fun of me a little. And she just gets mean. And I was like, oh, I mean, I did this to myself. I, I told remember. her to go ahead. I remember that one. That was painful. But you know what? She's a hilarious lady. I got to say. I she, I'm glad she doesn't know how to pa- how podcasts work. Oh, sorry. Here's <laughs> I guess. I was trying to get something to drink and it clicked. It's Every all good. La- my Scorpio candle, but whatever. Oh, Scorpio, that's my moon. Oh, nice. oh, that's I'm a Scorpio and I'm a Virgo rising and a Sagittarius moon. There you go. I am a, a Pisces sun, a Scorpio moon, and a Gemini rising. So I don't know what that Gosh, means. A Pisces? I, I'm surrounded by Pisces and Aries. I don't know why. I think it's because apparently you guys are life and I'm death. That's what someone told me. 
you know, I, I, I try, I just try to roll with it. I just know I'm a fish and maybe one day I'll grow into a, a special, awesome, very terrifying Gyarados, you know, that's, I'm still in my magic harp stage, you know, just getting there. <laughs> you said, I know I'm a fish. <laughs> Speaking of fish today. I love our tangent section, which I is know. clearly us just shit getting. <laughs> It's time to talk about fish. <laughs> I'm yes. terrified of sharks. <laughs> Today, our movie of uh, of the week, because I, I feel like if I don't watch it, do it right now, we're not going to get there. <laughs> our movie of the week is Triple Frontier, as you may have just seen by the giant cue card. Um, I... <laughs> I, I'm very excited of, uh, about talking about this movie, but I will say, like, to your mom's credit, Oscar Isaac is very cute in this film. Um, yeah, he is. <laughs> when I watched it for the first time, I was watching with my friend who was also named Kat, and, like, that was the very first thing we noticed was the fit of Oscar Isaac's jeans in this movie. <laughs> Like, was like, is the costume designer up for an Emmy here? Because everyone is in very well-fitted clothes. Like, yeah, it's. I mean, I'll admit, I'm getting that patch that that catfish wears on his hat. I'm gonna make a hat. I don't care. Yolo. Yeah. 2021. I'm not wearing it anywhere. He made baseball caps. Like baseball caps, really cool. You know, like I'm. I'm. I want to. I want a fish cap. But yeah. I'm, yeah, everyone in this movie is hot. It's upsetting. Yeah, it is very upsetting. It's just like a bunch of hot dads going out into the jungle to try and get <laughs> I was so worried. I think, okay, here's where I got worried. I mean, I'm just jumping head first. Oh, no, no. Um, Pedro is prone to death. Yes, and so when... For the for context, if you didn't want to watch the over two-hour-long movie known as Triple Frontier... Um, <laughs> Pedro Pascal, Pedro Pascal plays Frankie Catfish Morales. Mm-hmm. I know his last name is Morales because I looked it up because I knew his name was Frankie and they called him Catfish. I'm ninety percent sure they don't ever say last names other than is Santiago. Oh my god! Oh, yeah. just, is his last name Pope? Actually, I don't know. I want. I, <laughs> I, I assume and that, like, they just called him Santiago, like, because it was his last name. But Santiago is also a first name. Yeah, so I was like, and they called him Pope. So I was like, okay, was well, that his last name? Like, this movie does a real bad job of being like my name, other than like Charlie Hunnam. I think his name is clear is because yeah, no, Benny is oh, Garrett Headland. <laughs> no, <laughs> here's here's how you can tell where my where I give a shit. Couldn't tell you Garrett Head or. Charlie Hunnam's name, despite the fact that he is introduced in the beginning of this movie with his full name, because he's mm-hmm. speaking at this thing. Couldn't tell you his name. Nope. And don't remember what Ben Affleck's name is. He was just Ben Affleck. Like, I don't even think I named Charlie Hunnam as anything. I was just like, Jack. I think I called him Jax. <laughs> Jack. Who cares? Oh my god. No, there's like a whole segment after Ben Affleck totally dies in this movie where the, all they do is say his name and I'm like, what was it? Like well, Dan? Benny No. Tim? <laughs> no. Because 
His last name was like Fly Red Fly. I remember that. I don't. I, I, I don't think anyone's last name is Red Fly. Hold no, his last name is Red Fly. I will. Nope. I remember that because I remember that being. God. I remember seeing that name and going like. Oh, I'm Red googling. Fly. So if you see me on my phone, I'm googling. <laughs> yeah, so I think Frontier. Red Fly William. So Tim wasn't terrible. Terrible. <laughs> I said. I said Tim. His name is William Ironheart. Okay. Oh, Tom. Okay, here's what. Here was my problem. He was Will. Tom was Ben Affleck. Mm-hmm. And then, okay, they gave everyone full names that are never said, um, <laughs> or if they are, I missed it. So <laughs> it's yeah, Will- William Ironheart. Uh, excuse me, that's Riri Williams. How dare you? William Ironheart Miller, mm-hmm. Tom Redfly, that is Ben Affleck's nickname. Mm-hmm. Uh, great, I don't know his last name. Davis. <laughs> it, it has dot dot dot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let me make it bigger. Tom Redfly Davis. Uh, <laughs> Pedro Pascal's character, who I know's full name, is so long that it is dot dot dots, but it's Francisco Catfish Morales. And then Oscar Isaac is Santiago Pope, dot, dot, dot. So hold, please. I have to figure Last this out. Oh, I, know, I know it's Garcia. Oh, they never say any of this. Oh, wait. Actually, I think it's on his shirt when uh, at some point, probably. Because yeah. he has like he has tactical gear on and shit. But And then uh, Ben Miller. <laughs> and he has no nickname. He has nothing fun. I don't. Um, I feel like he was the younger brother, so he maybe he wasn't like in their military unit or well, something. Okay. Well, because my thing I want to talk about was why are they friends? So <laughs> they're they're all in a military unit, but from what I could tell, the brother both was and was not, and I'm confused by that. Yeah. <laughs> my confusion has knocked books over in my bedroom. Oh my god. Yeah, I honestly like the first time I watched it was this this second round of watching this movie where like the connection between them actually made sense to me. I was like, where did he how does Oscar Isaac know all these people? Like, you know, I kind of got the gist that they were military buddies, but that they, you know, it really I was able to understand that they were a unit. But I feel like Ben was like, I don't know, maybe he wasn't like in it or he wasn't old enough at the time but of course they came home and he Ben was Miller like, sorry that took me so long to realize you were not talking about Ben Affleck because I've called him Ben Affleck throughout that whole movie I was like right. Ben Affleck was <laughs> no yeah so I will say uh the, the, like the one thing I really noticed about this film when it came to to Benny Garrett Headland, right um yeah that's Garrett Hedlund yeah. 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 himself yeah, Tron legacy, Tron legacy, the man. Um, he sure got hit a lot in this movie. Like I'm pretty well, sure he, he took is a fighter, <laughs> UFC fighter. That was information we didn't need, but then also was fun. So I was fine with it. It was. I mean, I, I love, I love a good, a good ring fight. You know, they bring that into Mando too, which was cool. But like, yeah, he got shot a couple, like more than once. Like, because I remember. I remember multiple Benny scenes where it's like, oh no, I'm hit. Oh no, I'm hit. And I don't know, maybe it was both. He got hit in the shoulder. Yeah, it was both brothers. So he got hit in the shoulder right before Ben Affleck dies, I believe. Um, And then uh, 
I went, I was in Charlie Garrett, Garrett Charlie. Uh, Garrett Hunt. Ironheart mm -hmm. uh, gets shot in the side when that's what it is. Leave the the drug dealer they're trying to get mm -hmm. emerges from his safe house thing in the yeah. wall. So that's it's not a house, a safe room in the wall. Yeah. Um, I believe that's the guy they were going for. Like that is not clear to me if that oh, is the man that they're trying to get. It's him, but they show him like once and very fleetingly before this shot and he's not very well lit either. Um so like when when uh his when the informant goes and like uh runs through the house and drops off the money and stuff, uh she has him sign the book. Um or look at the book and then the bookkeeper stamps it, but yeah, so you see, I think it's, it was something with an L. Uh, you see him like all of. Oh, quite... Lo, Lo, it's not Lorea. Um, it's not. Oh, I have it's like with five letters. Yeah, I have the <laughs> now I have the streets of Laredo in my head. Um, the <laughs> Lo, 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 Rio. Lo, 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 Lo. Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. No, he has a full name actually. He has a full name too. <laughs> His name, played by Reynaldo, played by Reynaldo Gallegos, is uh, Gabriel Martin Lorea. Okay, so, so Lorea, I'm with Lorea, yeah. but I didn't know he had a full ass. That's the thing; is none of these characters. Like the only reason that I knew his name was Frankie was I watched things with the subtitles on because I want to like see what I want to screen grab and make memes. Exactly. So yeah. I'm like, oh, it said Frankie side, so I'm assuming it's catfish because he's talking mm -hmm. but like yeah catfish and santiago were like the only characters who whose names i like constantly remembered throughout the film and like maybe that's because well, where was our interest <laughs> my interest was in pedro and in oscar isaac's jeans so you know <laughs> like, I, okay so Going slightly back because the, the minute I said, oh no, but also was like, I love you, I would die for you, was when uh, Pedro shows up, Frankie, mm -hmm. I'll call my character name, I'll do the right thing. So Frankie shows up and they're all like broing out. That This movie is a bro movie and if you like those, you'll love it. Because mm -hmm. I love bro movies, I think they're fun. And that's, that is what this movie is. But they get there, he slaps Oscar Isaac on the ass. As a greeting, he's like "hello" and just slapped him on the ass. And then they're talking about the this thing they're going to do, but don't give any real context throughout mm -hmm. the whole movie. It's just like vaguely, like here's what's happening. We're gonna do this. There's a bunch of money, and you're like, okay, I guess I'm on board. I have no <laughs> idea what is happening, but sure. Um, and so, because I remember I watched that scene multiple times because he sits down, and within two seconds, Santiago just starts pitching this idea to him. They have just seen each other for the first time in, I don't know, a couple of years, or I don't know what their deal is. He's in, I don't even know what country Oscar Isaac was in. They just call it his his mother's homeland throughout the movie. And I'm like, okay, but what country is it? You've not told it's, me. It's supposed to be Brazil, uh, at least the country they end up in. I don't know about the first, I guess the first time around since it's Lorea's people. Yeah, it's all in Brazil, but it was very confusing. <laughs> like, I don't remember if it had a title card. That's on me. Like, I didn't 
read that. I was I was looking at Oscar Isaac sleeping. They were listening like, to music. And then they went and dropped uh, the girl and her brother off in Peru. And then they went over the Andes. Yeah. yeah. The Triple Frontier is a real place. I had to look this up. But um, but where I was like, oh, no, I would die for you is like when he's like, I don't know, man. I got a kid now. Kid, got a kid on the way. And the, the lady doesn't like me doing this stuff. And I'm like, protect him. Don't make him go and fly your plane. He just told you he doesn't have a license anymore. What are you doing? <laughs> Let him live his happy family life. Exactly. He's done with it. Like, the, the, let's just cancel the whole movie and follow uh, Catfish back home to his happy family. <laughs> what is this little family doing? Are they cool? Are they chilling? Like, what's up? What are they up to? Why not? You know? yeah, Does she call him Catfish? Does she call him Frankie? What's what's the deal? Does the kid call him Dadfish? Oh no! Oh no! I, I hope they have a cat and it's called Fishy. <laughs> I would love that. I oh man, yeah. No, I was very invested in <clears throat> in his character from the start because one, it was Pedro, and also I just thought like he. I I love the uh, the the characters that are like the solid ground of the group. Um, I find them very endearing because I am very much not that character. So I like them the most because they're usually the the types who like pull my kind of person out of trouble. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I don't know. I, li- I like, I mean, look, 90% of the movie, I don't know what's going on, but it's mm-hmm. fine. I don't even care that I don't know what's going on. I'm like, what are these boys saying to each other? <laughs> like, what are you saying right now? And that's what makes this movie so fun is like, I don't know what you're doing, why you're doing it. I No motivation is clear to me other than the military fucked us over. Let's steal this money for ourselves. That is all I got from it. And I say, okay. And then I look at what they all said to each other throughout this movie and said, great. This is perfect. Yeah. Uh, watching with the subtitles helped a lot um, when we came <laughs> actually figuring out what they were doing because I was very confused the first time around. I was like, is is he a cop? Is he like an uh, an agent, like commission with the cops or something like that? And then you know he gets to that part where he's like, "Fuck the cops, fuck the military." And then I was on board, and so I was I, I was very confused. But yeah, it looks like it's just like four ex military dudes uh, going in to take down a bad guy and take all that bad guy's money, and and they're all about it, all of them. The, I mean, Ben Affleck's character drops his kid off at school and then is like, let's pull a heist, you know? Yeah, and yeah, Tess showed, but like, I think he had, to, he said something about the girls. So did he have other children that we just did not meet? Yeah, that's the other thing is that like, I assumed like the, the whoever Molly was is like his ex. Um, yeah, who wouldn't let him yeah. into the house. Yeah, <laughs> apparently like, he has like two children and yeah. So I don't, I don't, I was very confused when it came to like the details of his life or why I should care about him. So that's why, uh, unfortunately I breathed a very huge sigh of relief when it was him who died and not any of my favorites. Um, how about when he died to a bullet straight through his forehead and Charlie Hunnam goes, let me see as if he's going to try and save him. Oh, through the forehead. It's so ridiculous. Like, it was like, <laughs> like, like you really so out of job that you went to South America to get shot. Like, yeah, like, 
You're so bad at being a realtor. <laughs> you couldn't have just found another profession. Like this is your only skill. <laughs> but also, like he was the one. He's the reason that they were. Everything that happened in this movie happened because. What did I say his name was? Tom. 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 <laughs> was, Tom was so. He wanted all the money. First of all, this was not your mission. It yeah. was Santiago's mission from the get-go. And then he was like, he's like, oh, the, we're too overweight already. You have to leave those two behind, the the girl and her brother. Yeah. And Santiago's like, no. I told yeah. them we're getting them over. Like, we're not doing that. This was this is also after Tom went like above and beyond to keep trying to take money out of the house when it was like, no, we're about to get shot. We need to leave. One so, of my favorite moments in this whole movie is in that house when like they're all shooting at Loreo and uh Frankie busts up into the room and he's like, What are we shooting at in here? And he just like <laughs> has the gun. And it does not look like he could shoot anyone with how he's holding this gun. Like he's like holding it like down on the side. And he's just like, What is this? <laughs> he's like what are you shooting at no but it's just, they're all just a bunch of hot messes and i love them they're like no one knows what they're doing even though they're the best like they know but they don't it's just in this mess and they're like i don't know man like go over there and then like the reason ben affleck dies is because they like have to crash land because it was too heavy despite the fact like here's what i don't get catfish told them we're not going to make it over the Andes. Like, mm-hmm. we have to go over the Andes to get to the ocean. And he goes, we're not going to make it. Ben Affleck goes, we can make it. And he goes, okay, fine. Like, and he just, like, lets it go. And I'm like, why wouldn't you be like, no, I'm I the pilot. Like, I'm telling you we're not going to make it. Like, I have never been in the military. And I don't intend to. Um, but I feel like there's a degree of respect because to- the, what I got this time around and actually understood was that Tom was their captain. Um, yeah. So even though it was Santiago's mission, Santiago's still like, you know, he's still like bent to the will of of who their captain was because that was their captain in the military. And so they have like a huge degree of respect for him. But of course, their captain was a mess. And so he just kept leading them into bad situations, you know? Yeah, they, they shut up a whole village and he goes, ah, we, we paved it over. They get a million dollars. And I'm I, like, <laughs> I was what? so mad. Like the second that, who was it? I forgot who. I think it was uh, Charlie Hunnam's character or maybe Garrett Headlands. One of them asked, like, who shot first? And, like, both, like, Ben Affleck's character is the first one to go, like, oh, I don't know. And so you see Santiago go, like, oh, I don't know, to go with him, even though it was totally Ben Affleck. Yeah. Like, well, because Frankie was trying to tell them that he thought someone had a gun, but he's like, they can't hear me. Yeah. That's yeah. They can't hear. Oh no, she has AirPods in. She can't hear. Um, but it's, and then, like, I just think there's so much that I'm like, I don't know why this is happening. That's fun. Like my one of my favorite lines is Garrett Headland wants a fire, and mm-hmm. Ben Affleck's like, No, we can't have a fire. They're gonna see it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, first of all, who's looking for you? in the mountains other than the village that you just shot up like no one was looking for you they thought you flew a plane and that you crashed like i think you'd be okay but whatever i don't i don't know logistics um and so like garrett headland catches a whole thing of money on fire and goes this is my fuck you money <laughs> and just burned 
at least like a hundred grand. Yeah. I love that scene. I love it. And you know what? In the end, it's not because they did the they made the fire that Ben Affleck dies. It's because Ben Affleck so shot somebody's uncle. Exactly. Like Ben Affleck shot an uncle and expected people to be okay with Exactly, dude. Dude, there are like a lot the one thing that like really stood out to me with this movie and made me feel a little weird was just like the amount of like children that witness murder and the amount of teenagers that are murdered. Like Yeah. Well, they roll up and then oh Frankie they're like in the car and there's a teenager and so like no one else wants to kill the teenager they're like hey man we're gonna give you some money like we weren't here and Frankie's like that guy saw us we have to kill him and so then like they're all like we're not gonna kill the teenager and he goes and he says something before it and then he goes I'm fucking killing everybody or I'm fucking killing people and I'm like wow you guys radicalized Frankie in the wrong direction <laughs> exactly. on his journey he was like a good dad he was like man my kid and then now he's like I'm gonna fucking kill people by the end of the movie well man but honestly like I I you know I know that everyone gave all that money to the red fly family fund or whatever which is super weird that the family fund is named after his like code name and not him yeah a little confusing well but it's because his last name is Davis like his name is Tom Davis <laughs> so it's like yeah well which Tom Davis in the world are you honoring yes exactly so it's and I was just like you know what Frankie didn't owe him any of that. Frankie should have oh, just kept his money. He has a family. You know? They should have they should have named it after the donkey that Frankie had <laughs> died. That, that Tom so laughed funny. at. That was that whole scene was funny to me because it's like <laughs> the donkey falls. Frankie's like, no, the donkey. <laughs> Charlie Hunnam and Garrett Headland, I believe, are like, oh no, this donkey died. Ben Affleck starts laughing and Oscar Isaac gets so mad that he's laughing about the death of a donkey. And he's like, it was a living thing, man. <laughs> I'm just like, uh, I'm so glad that it like disappears into smoke and like, the money. Because I would not have been able to like, like I saw a lot of death in this movie, but I would not have been able to look at a dead donkey. It really would have messed me up. Like, I like Because I watched with <laughs> the subtitles. Uh, the there's a part of this movie where like they're talking about like oh we don't we can't use the donkeys anymore like they're not gonna get over this mountain so frankie is chasing them off and it literally just says like sheep coo frankie yeah he's like yelling at them trying to like chase them off and i'm like this is the funniest like dude action movie i have ever watched there's just so many hidden little gems I just love the way Pedro runs in this. Like, <laughs> arms in the air, just like, ee. Doing this, like, weird crab run after the donkeys. And it just made me laugh so hard. And I knew it was inappropriate because, like, people had died and stuff. But but there's, like, this. I would love if all action movies were this genre, which is, like, <laughs> the things that they're saying are golden if you are listening to them like and just like what the hell are they saying like, it's like I don't care about 90% of this plot I care what the hell these dudes are saying to each other and like that's it yeah like I overall it's just a movie about like their the connection between them and how like what how greed ruins it basically mm -hmm. um, yeah and it ends and it, I mean, it ends in a really pretty way where they're all like, yeah, this guy was greedy, but we're not. And like, they give up all their shares 
to uh, his family and Tess and the other daughter that no one knows the name of. Um, <laughs> and I like that. And then Petra Pascal's in this nice little bird shirt. I don't know what kind of birds they are. I'm assuming they're seagulls. I don't know. If anyone has the shirt, I would like it. But if you could just tell me what those birds are. They're, they're, like, a, they're a bird. Yeah, they're, it's it's a bird-shaped creature on his shirt. And I really like the send-off between him and Santiago, too. Because when they say they're going to see each other again, you know they mean it. Um, and he smacks him with a passport in the head. <laughs> I feel like they were basically like, hey, you two, here are your lines. Do whatever. And they literally were like, all right, we're just gonna be or we're gonna be ourselves and like fuck around with each other. Exactly. The ass slap and slapping they're hitting in the face with a passport. I was like, you cannot convince me that that was written in the screenplay. Sorry. If it was, kudos to you for casting them. But like there is no way that that was like he slept in the face with the passport. I just love it. Like their their chemistry is something that like I'm so sad that we don't have more opportunities or more opportunities haven't been made yet for it because like you know they're both in the Star Wars franchise but they're like two decades apart and like you know Oh Dameron could have rolled up with Dindajarin. I would be a dead bitch. I'd be dead. Dead on I'd sight. Be a dead bitch. Dead on sight. I can't yeah. deal with it. Too I mean, I watch their little triple frontier wired interview whenever I'm sad. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> that's what I like to do. And I think of uh, Pedro Pascal calling Oscar Isaac Sam the Eagle frequently. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And the the what was it? The ear loogie. What are those? I don't know what those are called. Wet willies. Oh, wet willies! There we go. I remember. Yeah, I hate them. I, hate I remember them. everything about that 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 freaking interview, and it was amazing. And where he goes, <laughs> the best is where he's like, "I'm five eleven. Is this what people are googling? <laughs> he's, like, <laughs> he's like, "This is what people care about." And I'm like, "Sadly, yes." Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I need to know if you're taller than another person who happens to be in the same franchise as you. You know, like <laughs> who's taller, man. No, I gotta do some math. I have to see if the you know the Star Wars version of you is the same height as the normal version of you, because Star Wars notoriously lies about that stuff. They're they're like, oh, Obi Wan Kenobi is five eleven. Sorry, Ewan McGregor is not five eleven. Um, or no, they're like Obi Wan Kenobi is six feet, and Ewan McGregor is like pushing five ten. So I just have to be like, I need to know how many inches I'm being lied to about directly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, I love this movie. It's nonsense. It's fun. They're just a bunch of boys on a journey. Yeah. Yeah. A bunch of boys having fun on a journey. And I have your best now in Australia in a movie. I will watch it. And you know, there's uh there's morals in this. It's uh you know, don't choose money over rational thought and the well-being of your friends and the well-being of donkeys, or else yeah. you'll get shot in the head. Listen, if you laugh at a donkey, you're gonna get shot in the head. I just, uh, he got shot and I was like, you, laugh, you laugh at a jackass, you become <laughs> the jackass. <laughs> yes. Exactly. And with that, I feel like we need to move to Stash of the Week. 
it's dash of the week i don't know i don't have real music for this but for this stash 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 that's that this is from chicago (laughs) i like that i was singing in the shower like two days ago the name or the stash on everybody's lips is gonna be I love that. Thank oh, you, thank you, thank you. Uh, I have a degree in performance. <laughs> I don't, but I was in drama class in middle school, and it was super fun. We did cabaret. That was not fun. That was kind of weird. Anyway, uh, stash of the week. Did you come prepared with a stash of the week? I did. I came overly prepared, but you made me pick one, so I picked one. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, should I explain the four that I went through? Oh, please do, please do. So I decided for the stash of the week, um, I was going to go with my tried and true love of my life, Javier Pena. Mm -hmm, But that meant I had to pick a stash. And so my options were, and I'm going to leave my fourth is the one I have picked. Mm -hmm. But so they were (laughs) Javier Pena getting intel, a.k.a. sleeping with a woman on his couch, Mm -hmm. shirtless and just has his jeans kind of unbuttoned. It was Javier Pena. Was it? Was it the episode where these? I don't want to say spoilers for Narcos. So I'll say where a character killed a kid and it upset Javi, and so he had sex with an informant at the end of the episode. Well, and then it was Javi being upset because said person who killed the kid then died the next episode, and so he was drinking in a dark blue shirt holding a glass of whiskey mm-hmm. um and then my choice which is javier pena in the pink shirt Ooh. where he's running and sweating that that is a really good oh man i just found like a very dramatic photo of this running shot actually yeah so it's it is i can narrate it if you need to so for the listeners imagine if you will Javier Pena, who has an aversion to buttons, never has a shirt fully buttoned, I don't think. <laughs> Sorry, she just showed the picture. Um, he's in a rush. He's, he's running. Rush. Uh, I don't think he's worn a buttoned-up shirt throughout all of Narcos, but uh, he's running, he's sweating. His shirt is, like, not unbuttoned where a normal shirt would be. It is, like, it's, like, four buttons undone. I feel like is excessive. I don't know. I'm not a dude, but I feel like four buttons is a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's running, but it is a freeze frame of him running, and he looks <laughs> angry, and his stash is on point. Okay, there oh, we go. Oh wow, thank let's you. over our faces. Look at that. Okay, we, have, we are we are Javier Pena getting intel from a lady <laughs> on the couch. Yeah, actually, that was when she was leaving. I know that scene very well. That's when she's putting her clothes on. Oh, we have to get in. Oh, I went the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> this is so fun for listeners that we are going on opposite sides of this uh, Javier Pena gif. <laughs> hey, listeners. <laughs> so, <laughs> sorry. I put up this the the, the shirtless gif uh, from me shirtless scene. She was just uh, describing the and first shirtless scene because there's two shirtless scenes. 
I love that about Narcos. We just kept popping up on the side of it, like cartoon <laughs> characters. So it's just like, hey. Woo. That right. was, I think that was the scene where I was like, oh, I'm gonna like Narcos. <laughs> because I have to watch, I have to watch it at night. Because I know a lot of the time I'll put shows on while I'm working. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I'm paying attention, but I'm like just listening a lot of the time. Yeah. Well, uh, I took French in school and not Spanish. So I have no idea what's happening if I'm not reading. And so I was like, okay, Narcos will be my, when I go to bed, <laughs> put on Narcos. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> happy dreams to me, I guess. Uh, yeah. <laughs> your show about. I mean, I made my, my niece is four months old and she watched Narcos. <laughs> I love that. Aww. She didn't know. She was watching. She was like, I don't know who these two dudes are. I'm like, what up? She was just having a good old time. I okay. Well, my favorite stash, and I yes, what is your stash? Actually, uploads. It's actually a pretty, a fairly new stash. Uh, I picked the nope that did not upload. Um, I I picked the uh the stash from We Can Be Heroes. Um, it's an action stash, and I was very enamored with Pedro's character, um, whose name I don't remember right now. Marcus Moreno. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. And it was, I, I don't know why that's in my head and never going to go away, but it's there. He just has this like natural way of being so much fun. Like, and of course I think it was just because with this movie, like he was also with Robert Rodriguez, who he loves working with. And so that's why you can like tell when Pedro is like super excited to be in a show, I think. Like he's always present, always a good actor, but you can tell when he like got up that morning and was like, I'm gonna make We Can Be Heroes. And so, it, or in a film. <laughs> so yeah, so I just threw up a little gif of him, uh, him, you know, raising his hand and saying, hi mom in the film. Um, but I like this particular stash because it's a little more full than his usual. It's like a little, a little heavier and like, it almost creases into the beard this time, which, you know, it was it was kind of cool to see him with all that that facial hair. So that's why it's my pick of this week. Uh, listen, they're making a new Spy Kids. If it is not Marcus Moreno and Missy, I'm going to riot. I will because riot. when I interviewed Robert Rodriguez, he laughed at me because I said, when I saw the pictures from We Can Be Heroes, all I wanted was a Spy Kids reboot with Pedro Pascal as the Antonio Banderas role. And he was like, ha 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 ha. And I'm like, I'm Italian, hey, Cara, Carla. I can be the mom. <laughs> Those kids, his mom was Italian. I remember mm -hmm. my mm -hmm. nine-year-old ass was like, what's going on? I can, I, I can get down with that idea. And I like, I, I do want to see uh, more of this franchise developed just because it's like lived with me my whole life. Um, and so yeah. to have, it's like another one of those things that like, you know, I've always known of Shark Boy and Lava Girl and all this stuff and, uh, and Spy Kids and like growing up and getting to see Pedro Pascal, like join all of my favorite things. Um, just kind of, just kind of a nice gift in this otherwise bleak world. Gift. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> You're like a gif. <laughs> a gif in this beautiful world. No, I have plenty of beautiful Pedro gifts. Um, but yeah, a gift. I so that's my stash of the week pick. Da, 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 da. Wait, what was my song? The stash on every place is gonna be Pedro's. I love it. Oh, man. I hated that I whisper sang it. I yeah. was like, a stash on every place. <laughs> 
I hate myself. Uh, who said that murder isn't an art? Uh, <laughs> we got to find somebody to make that into a theme. And so that then I can play that whenever Sasha the Week comes up. I um, would love if you guys. <laughs> shout out to any of you uh, musicians. Uh, <laughs> I'll record it clear as day for you and not whisper it in the microphone if it helps. Yes, I, I think it would be really good to have that as an intro. <laughs> oh, I think, though, that we're, I think we've covered everything we wanted to cover. Yeah, we have, to, we have to rate <gasps> Triple Frontier. That's right. And I, I did not have my graphics prepared for this. It's okay. <laughs> we can just start it now in, yeah. in a heart. So imagine at some point that there will be graphics. But let me explain. So... <laughs> It's fun to rate movies. I love to give all movies that when it's not for work, five stars, because there's something to love in every film. Yeah. But instead of stars, because that's boring, mm -hmm. we decided it should be something specific to Pedro Pascal, yeah. to which I said that Fleetwood Mac shirt he wears all the time. <laughs> and Katrina, being the lovely, lovely friend she is, went, yeah, that'd be fun. So we're going to rate Unless there's something very specific. So, like, obviously, like, when we do Kingsman, we could do, like, his whip. Whatever. Yes. Yeah, whip cracks or, like, hats or something. I like Yeah, that. but for the most part, it's going to be the Blue and Mac shirts. So we're going to judge these movies. based. Is it a five-point scale? A ten-point scale? What do we think, Dan? Um, I've already laid down five t-shirts here, so I guess it's a ten-point scale. <laughs> okay. So, wait. You, okay. A ten point scale. Yeah. How many t-shirts? How many t-shirts? So I guess because if I'm doing my bit where every movie, unless it morally offends me, which those exist, there's two <laughs> that I refuse to give scores to on Letterbox. Mm -hmm. um, I guess then it would be ten Fleetwood Mac shirts for me. Four, right? Is that ten right there? I don't know. Wait, nope, that's ten. Boom. Rachel's rating is <laughs> shirts. It's just her emojis right now, but there are definitely pretend Stevie Nicks is on there. And yeah. oh my god, I my brain just stopped working, and I was like, <laughs> "Who's anyone else?" And then remembered Lindsay Buckingham because of Bill Hader. Um, but uh, pretend Lindsay Buckingham <laughs> and Stevie Nicks are on there. I love it. Yes, I think I'm. I might be like a little more judgmental, just because like I feel like sir, like Ben Affleck's character really annoyed me. But you know, the movie had to have an antagonist. Ah. Oh, so, uh, shots fired. I will give it. I will give it a hot eight and a half shirts. <laughs> For a little point five at the end of my emojis. Um, yeah, I'll give it an eight and a half. That's where I'm at. No, that, that works. We have Fleetwood Mac. One of them is a crop top. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna do. That's when when it's a crop top. That's our half rating. Yes, I need more pictures of that shirtless Pedro Pascal now, so that I can edit a crop top onto him. We'll work on that after the show. This is post production talk. You just want me to screen grab Narcos for you? Just be yeah, like, no, I, I should clarify. This is never me talking about the very real man. Javier Pena, who took down Pablo Escobar. I'm not talking about him ever. 
<laughs> so sorry to that man. You did great work, but I'm not talking about you. Yes, <laughs> yeah. All respect to the Pena family. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm specifically talking about Pedro Pascal, Xavier Pena. And then when I talk about Steve Murphy, same deal. I'm talking about Boyd Holbrook. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh, I love it. I yeah. love it. And Hot Pablo. That show really <laughs> fucked with your head. That really did. That, oh man, that was <laughs> what a trip. <laughs> well, I, guys, I'm having, I've had so much fun with this first episode. So, like, I hope you have, Rachel. <laughs> I've had so much fun doing my, my current favorite thing, which is just talking about Pedro Pascal properties. No, no. It's a good way to live, you know, in in this world that we have and how harrowing it is. At least we have this, you know. I'm glad. (laughs) At least we have the filmography of Pedro Pascal and so many TV shows. This is going to tie us over for so long. I just ended up growling when I said his last name on accident. I could not tell you why I did that. Well, it was a weird side growl. I'm sorry. Every once in a while, though, you just Pedro Pascal. <laughs> I was like, Pascal. And I was like, why did I say oh. it like that? I hate that. That was disgusting. <laughs> it's all right. I feel like this is the show that you can like do that on and get away with it. Like, weird all- <laughs> I was like, ah, the whatever is fine. Well, I am so happy that uh, you folks have tuned in today. Thanks so much for listening to the uh, first episode of Pascal Pod. Um, Where can we find you across the internet, Rachel? Well, on Twitter, it's Rachel Leishman. Right. On Instagram, there is an underscore. So it's Rachel underscore Leishman. Mm -hmm. And someone is harboring that handle and they don't use it so i have to use the underscore because they're monsters yeah and then you can find my work on the mary sue but katrina hey uh you where can the people find you you guys can look for me anywhere on the internet if you look for oh katrina that's o-h-c-a-t-r-i-n-a um and then of course on this show and on my other show ito banta tambien which wow i said tambien real weird ito banta tambien wow whoa that was scary i'm sorry my mom possessed me for a minute um <laughs> I, uh, I where i talk about pop culture with my friend kayla from a latinx point of view um, and then, of course, yeah, find me on Twitter where I'm giving all sorts of opinions that are pissing people off every day. I love it. I mean, I don't love it, but uh, every time I tweet, <laughs> every time I tweet, someone seems, someone, and by someone, I mean some dumb dude seems to be mad. About it. It's always <laughs> some guy. Like, I, I remember this week I was like, because Kevin Sorbo did something dumb, and I was like, every couple of weeks, Kevin Sorbo, Sorbo shows up to remind us that Zeno is better than Hercules. And like, it just got this overwhelming response that I wasn't like ready for, but it was really funny because everyone that was like trying to insult me was trying to insult my politics or the fact that I like insulted Kevin Sorbo. Like almost no one disagreed that Zeno was the better show. So you like, how dare you insult Hercules? But, but Zena also- is the better show. You're right about that one. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so oh, I yeah. <laughs> very excited to be back here uh whenever we decide to do this again i don't think we've we've established a pace but you know what stay tuned on twitter and we will keep you updated yeah it's, it's, it's gonna happen sooner rather than later so just like stay tuned 
Yeah. I don't know why I'm doing this accent, which so sounds kind of like a like a jazz singer from the 1920s. That Chicago thing is. Yeah, it was. It's more like me going, "See here, buddy." <laughs> hey, you, who's the pop? Hey, you guys. You guys. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Lord help, gangster voice. <laughs> All right. You're tired of me. Jumped out. Far out. So before uh, Rachel starts making pasta on camera, I am going to go ahead and bid you all farewell. Thank you so much, Rachel, for coming up with this awesome show and inviting me. Of course. Thank you for doing this with me. So it wasn't just me. I myself. Yeah. And we're going to have so many friends joining us. So stay yeah. tuned, everybody. And until then, goodbye. Goodbye. Yay! We did it. Okay, I'm gonna mark 111 as the end of our broadcast. I think if you stop broadcasting, it'll keep us in the room. <laughs>